This is the Tribune Audio Network. This is the Backstory Podcast. I'm Larry Potash. On this show, we uncover the backstory behind some of the most intriguing tales in history, culture, science, and religion. In this episode, a reign of terror rips through a community of the Osage tribe, 50 miles north of Tulsa, Oklahoma. For years, Native Americans are dying mysteriously. There's no shortage of suspects. In fact, it seems like a systematic murder plot. The Osage each get oil shares worth millions. They have houses, multiple cars, new wardrobes, and then one by one, the number of unsolved murders grows. 60 or more, maybe hundreds of Osage are killed from 1918 to 1931. Catherine Redcorn is an Osage and her family suspects her grandfather is a victim. There's a woman that come from Kansas City who married my grandfather and that was her main goal was to uh, have him murdered. We never did prove, well, my dad said they never did prove that she murdered him, but there wasn't anything wrong with him, and then he just suddenly died. And there was a lot of poisoning things going on too, people poisoning people. The wife's share of the oil rights is worth, in today's dollars, 16 million. Do you know whatever happened to her? No. Kind of disappeared. She just disappeared, like a lot of them did. The government requires the Osage to have guardians, usually white attorneys or businessmen, to oversee the money. I tell you, that was the biggest ripoff of the tribe. And they are at the White House in this picture. Right. Mm -hmm. The Osage traveled to Washington and asked for help. The 1924 Indian Rights Act describes the situation as an orgy of graft and exploitation. I think another one at one time said, you know, we have this wealth and you won't let us have it, and yet you have people to watch over us and you treat us like children. It's insulting. It was insulting. These are our proud people. Garrett Hartness is the director of the Osage Historical Museum. While the Redcorn death is one of many mysteries that may never be solved, Hartness is cataloging one family story that does offer some answers. It's chronicled in the best-selling book, Killers of the Flower Moon by David Grant, which is being made into a movie by Martin Scorsese. The murders surround the family of Molly Burkhart, her sister, Anna, is found in the woods, shot in the head. A home explodes, killing her sister, Rita, Rita's husband and their servant. Their mother, Lizzie, is poisoned. Molly is poisoned too, but survives. They did think that this was not normal, that too many young people were dying or people, you know, suspiciously. But they couldn't really do anything because people that they were interviewed uh, were involved in all of this. The Bureau of Investigation sends in agents who are looking for clues in cases that may be four years old. 
records disappear. It seems there's a network behind this murder spree, but who is the mastermind and who can these agents trust? J. Edgar Hoover brings in agent Tom White in 1925. White doesn't trust the locals and recruits agents to go undercover. Why did the young J. Edgar Hoover want someone like Tom White on this case? Pasca, even in the 1920s with all the oil going on and everything like that, it was one of the roughest places in the country. I mean, you had all these little oil well towns, and listen, you had the worst of the worst, the card sharks, the, yeah. the drinkers, the robbers, the all of it. And White was a, an old cowboy. He was an he, old cowboy he, type, he and this was like, in a way, going back to the Old West. Another old cowboy, William Hale. He's a cattleman who is well-liked here in Pahuska. They call him King of the Osage Hills. His nephew, Ernest, is Molly's husband. They promised to help Tom White find the killers. The strategy, follow the money. And there were 25 to 35 Osages dying a year. Per year? Per year. But a lot of them between the ages of 18 to 42. You know, that's, that's a lot. As more Osage turn up dead, their land and wealth transfers to their guardians, who are local lawyers and businessmen. Uh, he was the one that, you know, got her there and helped her out of the Hartness car. is putting together a collection of the conspiracy at the Osage Historical Museum. So these are the three that were killed. Her house was blown up, the mom was poisoned, and Anna was shot. The network of assassins includes petty criminals who use explosives, guns, and poison. They answer to one man who is the mastermind, the king of the Osage Hills, William Hale. William Hale would have been a narcissist. It was all about him. He put on a good show. People seem to oh, like him. Sure, and narcissists do. He's the good old guy. And uh, when it, you know, first was arrested and went into trial, you know, people just couldn't believe it. Hale and accomplice Kelsey Morrison are convicted in the shooting of Molly's sister, Anna. Also going to prison, Molly's husband, Ernest, who confesses to the conspiracy. Ernest got really scared. And I think somewhere in there, he must have realized that he was the patsy in all of this, you know, that he was the fall guy. I think it became a shock to her there at the very end when, you know, he finally just, it all came out. Are there whites pretending to love their wives or husbands just to get the money? Was this all a charade? Oh yeah, yeah. That was even some of uh, Hale's schemes was getting people to uh, marry into these, some of these families so that then, you know, it was another tap into that vein of wealth. Did the mysterious deaths among the Osage during the 1920s include 60 murders? Could it be hundreds? But no way to know for sure. This may escape history. Who was murdered? Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know that they'll ever truthfully know. So the wider conspiracy, the FBI really did not solve. Is that accurate? I would say, yeah, they didn't. As far as they knew, pretty much the FBI was done. Those generations are gone and very sad. So there will be no definitive answer about the grandfather of Catherine Redcorn. 
Her mission is cataloging the Osage with this picture project. I feel bad about that for, for Osage people. Have they recovered or are they still impacted by that? Well, I think that it has an effect on, on, uh, on people, the way, the way that uh, our people were treated. What concerns you the most about that? Well, that we might lose our identity as, as Osage people. And uh, I think that would be bad. I think that, uh, uh, you, know, you, you know, you know your family, you know who, who fits where, and you know, and that, that really makes a difference. Some people, like Molly Burkhart, can't bear to preserve the memories. She cuts out the face of her former husband, Ernest, from all her pictures. She later remarries. In 1934, the government finally declares her competent to handle her own fortune as any other U.S. citizen. Molly dies two years later. The trail of evidence fades over the decades, a haunting memory for descendants. The wealth just brought a lot of sadness and everything. The old timers would say, this dividing up our reservation and this oil will be the ruination of our people. And once we don't have the oil anymore, then we will have happiness again. They just wanted a place to exist and enjoy the old ways. All the oil men came in here, like, you know, Skelly and Getty and the Phillips, you know, and, and they made money and they lived in fine homes and, you know, drove fine cars, but their family members weren't murdered. In 1925, Congress passed a law prohibiting non-Osage from inheriting oil rights from the Osage. Decades later, the tribe sued over mismanagement of oil funds by the U.S. government and in 2011 settled for $380 million. Now that's a lot of money, but some Osage say it's a fraction of what they lost. Thanks for listening to Backstory. If you liked what you heard, please take a minute to subscribe to our podcast or leave a review. To watch our full coverage of this story and see some that didn't make it to the podcast, visit us online at wgntv.com backstory. This has been a production of the Tribune Audio Network.